This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. From CBS News, this is The Takeout with Major Garrett. Welcome to your Tuesday Takeout Outtake Especial. I'm Major Garrett. We're at the Old Shabin in Fairfax, Virginia. Why? Well, because it's near the George Mason University campus. And Dr. Mary Ellen O'Toole, who is the program director of that university's forensic science department, is our special guest. And what's a shabeen? Well, if you're in Ireland or ever have been to Ireland, you might know that a shabeen is an after-hours speakeasy. What the old shabeen is in Fairfax is the one and only authentic Irish pub, and we are delighted to be here. I've got some uh, bread pudding a la mode, which I'm going to dive into momentarily, but I'm too busy enjoying my very good Irish coffee. I'll leave it at that. Dr. Mariano Tool has also written a book called Dangerous Instincts, How Gut Feelings Betray Us. That's not about her life entirely as an FBI profiler, but about things that she has learned in that role that could be useful to us in our everyday life. Tell me, my audience, a little bit about that book and what you learned and what you're trying to help people understand. Well, the reason I wrote the book after I retired was... I wanted to give back to people something that I found very valuable in my work, which was how do you assess someone that could be dangerous to you or to your family? Because I I talked with and worked with enough, enough victims to learn that these were smart people and they never suspected that someone they brought into their home or someone that they handed their child off to or um, got into a relationship with would hurt them or their child. And I learned that they were reading all the red, the, all the wrong char- characteristics, all the wrong flags. They were looking at things like... They were seeing them, but misreading them or no, misinterpreting them they or not even, even seeing them. They were using the wrong ones. So if he had a good job, he can't be dangerous. Um, if he's a priest or a coach, he's going to be good to my child. So people were reading things that have nothing to do with violence. If, if that person dresses well, they have money, so they can't be someone that will hurt me. All of those things are the are, are the wrong. Those are the gut indicators. instincts that betray us. Those are the gut instincts that betray us. We trust them, and then all of a sudden, the mask come off, comes off, and we now realize we got into the wrong. Because the archetype person. is priest. The archetype is coach. The archetype is fancy clothes. The archetype is money. The archetype is job stability. All these good things that must radiate from that. Hmm. Not always true. Not always true, and, and oftentimes people get caught up with icon intimidation, which is a, a, a great term, and, and it's one I used for a long time. People think that he's a priest. He's not going to hurt my child. He's a soccer coach. I can trust him. Um, this is the head of this company. This is not somebody that's going to hurt me. So people have these trusts that they invest in others without any basis to it whatsoever. So if my audience, and I know on CBSN this is part of a continuous conversation, but I'm sure many who listen to the main show are listening to this on Tuesday. He, 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 he. 
has cropped up over and over again. Is this a male problem? It's not just a male problem. Predominantly? Well, for some crimes it is. For some, for, for particularly things like serial murder or sexual assault, then, then yes, statistically it's male. But men also can get, off, get caught up with women who project being very stable, very um, non-threatening. Who can be abusers? Big, big abusers. Psychologically and even physically? Psychologically and physically, financially and every other which way. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about gut instincts, uh, are there ways to relearn or reprogram what you used to think about these archetypes or these icons? You can, um, and I write about that in the book, what are the things to look for, but it's interesting because most of the time I'll ask people to raise their hand when they think they have good gut instincts, thinking that maybe people won't raise their hand, but they all raise their hand and they say they, they believe. I can size that up. I can size that up. And people actually believe they were born with an inner barometer in their stomach or in their gut that would tell them that person's not safe or that situation's not safe. We're not born with an inner barometer. So to believe that, and if you hold on to that belief, you're going to get jammed up a lot in life. So we have a portion of this part of the show, which is uh, what we like to think of as the fun and games part. It's a little bit lighter. Uh, I want to give you a chance to answer these three questions we ask all of our guests. So in no particular order, um, the most influential book in your life, favorite movie, and I want to have a substrata of favorite movie in the world that you've worked in. And if you're on a long flight or a long drive, what kind of music, artist, or genre are you most likely to listen to? Can I answer those in any Any order you want? Any order you want. So favorite book, um, when I think back over my lifetime, um, I still think about the book I I pulled out of the library at Sacred Heart Academy where I went went to grammar school. It was called They Love to Laugh. And it was a book about a family that grew up where laughter was an integral part of their family. And I've learned, and my family was very much like that. Having a sense of humor was paramount. We all did. But I have found over the years that being able to get through some of the things I saw and and had to do in the FBI and and working with a whole variety of people, having a good sense of humor really saved me. And um, even driving to work today, I thought about that book. I've never been able to find it again, but just being able to have that humor is absolutely was critical for me. I can can appreciate that at many different levels. Uh, Movies. Well movies. I don't watch a whole lot of movies, but um, I was watching this one over the weekend, too. I loved Gone with the Wind. I love anything that has to do with the Civil War, so I would say that would be one of my most favorites. Is there any movie that you've seen that gets uh, the police world or the FBI world or this world right in any way? I would say um, not, not so much, but I mean, it's getting better, but they they tend to portray the FBI and, and law enforcement as, as sometimes being um, either stupid boneheads or um, geniuses geniuses that can solve a case, get the DNA, and everything happens within 45 minutes, and that's just not realistic. How about music? What kind of music do you like? I'm very, very eclectic when it comes to music. So if you were to take my iPod, which probably most people don't have anymore and you probably (laughs) looked at it i would have um i would have um music from the 70s i would have music from the 40s i would have um rock and roll i would have rap it i'm i'm extremely eclectic 
my house is extremely collected. I'm not sure what that says about me. Mm-hmm. I'm very I'm very open to a bunch of ideas and a bunch of things that don't aren't supposed to fit together. So you mentioned you love movies about uh, the Civil War. Have you ever watched the movie Gettysburg? I've watched the movies. Get the movie. So I just want to let our audience know this. Uh, this audience, this episode will run this week, and another episode will come to you in the not too distant future, which we did earlier today. We did it out in rural Virginia with Ron Maxwell, who wrote and directed the movie. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies. Being in his presence, talking to him about that movie, was one of the epic experiences of my life. So I've had a great afternoon and morning today, just doing the work that I do here with the takeout. Um, so you know that movie. You know what a uh, iconic movie it is about the Civil War and about those three days in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Before I let you go, uh, when I was an er- a young journalist, I covered police news in three different cities, Amarillo, Las Vegas, and Houston, uh, and I got to have some sense of police work. Um, in the last minute or so we have, I've often wondered how those in your line of work who are so close to things that are so bad can endure that. I can just answer from my own perspective. The way that I was raised has a lot to do with that. Um, and I was raised to be very resilient and um, to be very optimistic and to be very hopeful and to be very humble and compassionate towards other people. And I just have to credit all of that to um, you know, my mom and aunt and uncles who raised me, that that was, they just, they really made sure we understand that that's, the kind of people we needed to be. So That's how you did it. That's how I did it. That's the voice of Dr. Mary Ellen O'Toole, our very special guest. I'm Major Garrett. This has been your Tuesday Takeout Outtake Especial. We'll see you next week. New episodes of The Takeout are available Friday mornings wherever you get your podcasts. The Takeout is produced by Arden Farin, Katiana Krachenko, Jamie Benson, Sarah Cook, and Ellie Watson. CBSN production by Alex Zuckerman, Eric Susanen, and Grace Seegers. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Takeout Podcast. That's at Takeout Podcast. And for more, visit TakeoutPodcast.com. The Takeout is a production of CBS News Radio. If you like the takeout, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions, because 
Even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.